When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. And shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNTFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Welcome to our Mungan and St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk. Action Jackson sitting in Douglas Elvin Vaughn's chair as he vacations in the Mediterranean. And uh, KG and O-Town is in the Horton Watkins studio today. And Jackson collects rent. He actually is starting to monetize that when people sit in his studio. And I think that's a shrewd uh, Horton Watkins move. Gotta wet my beak a little. I don't blame you. Boy, the people have already started sending in texts. They want to they set the tone for the... Uh, Discussion here. Just heard the I've got a landing strip segment. Oh my, Iggy is great. That's from the 314. What is the I've got a landing strip segment? Is Iggy saying I got producer? I guess. Landing strip? Last one was Iggy really <laughs> wants to spoil Ozarks and then TMA sex retreat. So it could be either one of those. Were you talking about a landing strip there? The sex retreat sounds you're, like you You've made it clear you're smooth like a porpoise. I said it once, though, in imitating jokes as it drops is, I got a landing strip. <laughs> so I don't know if that's the one he's talking it's about. A little more sing-songy, I feel like. Yeah, and, that, were... and that turned into a whole best-of segment? It's crazy what we can do with the audience. Yeah, again, I, by the way, I have to tip my cap to some members of the audience who... I, I looked in the camera. Look at these baby blues looking at you as you pull out that Hitachi <laughs> magic wand right now. Camera yeah. two on my right, director. That's correct. Uh, if you want things changed, email me, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N, and InsideSTL.com, and then I have information. And people uh, did utilize, most of them uh, emailed my uh, InsideSTL account. Some people used the app, uh, which you can use as well, although I don't get my Hubbard messages as effectively as I get my InsideSTL messages. Do you guys fall into that category? Yeah. And I think it's because the old email system used to just blend with our emails, but on this we're on Outlook, and it's a separate app, and I just don't check it. So then I feel right. terrible because the sales staff's emailing me, and I don't get them until I come in here, and then I log into it to do the show. But anyway, uh, any questions, requests, because a lot of people, as Plowhawk knows, they discussed the skeleton. The skeleton. Yeah, they did. And they want to see changes. Correct. To the skeleton. Correct. So then I can forward these to Tommy and to Marty. Now they're tending to... I say respectfully, bigger projects right now with the launch of a brand new morning show on 105.7 The Point or the additions of, of Rafe and Learn to, to, to the program. So I'm not going, I'm all, you pick your spots because you can understand when people have things on their plate. But then, yeah, if, the, if, the, if they can change the skeleton 
it's not like a plow hawk goes, I've built a skeleton and I must adhere to it. Yeah. You're just, you're just doing what the, the skeleton is. And I, and I assure you, my guess is anyway, I shouldn't say I assure you, if I say to Tommy and Marty, hey, uh, the audience has expressed an interest in best of as opposed to replaying the show, they'll go, great. Yeah, it's super. Sounds good. Yeah. How are you doing? Everything good? Right. <laughs> and that'll be that'll, that'll essentially be the, yeah. the, the conversation. We so week. we'll do it. I just got to pick my spot because, like I said, they got a brand new show on the Riz show or two editions. And, uh, you know, that, as far as priorities go, will supersede anything that I would bring to the table at the moment. And I did see the thread. And it's easy because we have a weekday and a weekend skeleton. Now, the weekday is probably what we'd use. I'd still like to replay a couple of segments just because we would run through an extra nine hours of using our best of. So you do want to adhere to the skeleton. You are pro skeleton. Just a couple of, I think all like your segments you did that morning or that morning, I think in the evening, maybe from nine to midnight when you probably don't have a lot of traction there, maybe because you're going to run through a lot of your best ofs. If you had nine hours a day for Saturday, Sunday, that's 18 hours extra best ofs played in over a month span, I think you're going to really run through those maybe quicker than anticipated. I was thinking, and this is not, I guess it's not like it's going to add $1 to my pocket. I couldn't care any less, but we do have a lot of good interviews on the Tim McKernan show, not because of anything I did, but just we, you know, the first two those years of those right. things. Yeah. To put those in there in the rotation. Yeah. I'd be just you know fine I mean? with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple really more than to add, awesome to add, and uh, so anyway, there's a, there's another thing, but yeah, if the people want, I mean, why why wouldn't uh, yeah, we do it? it. That'd be easy. It. That'd be easy. There's only I think we put maybe there's f- some profanity in there probably. Yeah, you gotta, oh, yeah, you yeah. probably have to listen to the whole thing. Them. And yeah. there's four, I think, four or five sponsors intertwined yeah. in there. That's yeah. correct. But they're hour long. Yeah, but I think I did. I do. I do with the interviews. I think I did them on the front end. Yeah, if memory serves. You would always do it. No, I would put. We'd put them in periodically. Like we'd find a spot that was open after after an answer, and then put them in. So they're periodically. But there is some cussing in there too. So you'd probably probably much have to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see what I got here. That was the first one. The next one. Did you hear? Learn ripping Iggy today on air. For taking advantage of company dollars, spending all his time outside smoking. That's from the 314. The learn clip I have in here today is her talking about threesomes yesterday, which I have not heard as of yet. So I'm anxious to hear, but I don't have anything in the audio. But if it happened today, we wouldn't have the audio. I heard it, though. (gasps) Wow, I didn't hear it. Jackson and his eyebrows went up. So I was walking by the bathroom in the back where they have a speaker playing Shows and I heard Learn say Iggy, and I thought originally she's talking about you now. I oh thought originally, my, oh my. <laughs> I thought originally it was like a replay of our show, and then I heard Riz's voice, and I was like, "Oh, they're talking about Iggy right now on the Riz show." And that text was not—that was not correct. She was kind of saying like, like people who smoke get smoke breaks, and it's like accepted, but like people who mm. don't smoke can't just leave the workplace for 10 minutes and, and and walk around. So that was kind of her point. She was like saying like Iggy on 105.7 HD2 takes 10 minutes a day or more to go out and smoke and do whatever he does. That's like basically the gist of it. So she wasn't attacking Iggy so much as she was making an observation on the smoke break in right. general. And Iggy was just uh, an unfortunate example. Yeah, because she could do the same thing here. I mean, in her break, she could walk outside if she wants to. She just don't smoke. But I know where she's coming from. I think it's kind of like a union law or something that people that smoke get 15 minutes an hour to go out and right. get a smoke break. 
Seems right. antiquated. I, something like that, yeah. It does seem a little outdated, but <laughs> hey, I'll take advantage of it if you can. Hey, movie boy, you struck me right in the heart with your latest starter pack post, and I don't appreciate We were at from Mr. Licks, and we were actually talking about it before the show started. The and it's still I still have it at the top of my I just lost it on my Instagram. Um, the St. Louis starter packs, which of course Jackson it does, but <laughs> does it under the guise of St. Louis starter packs. And it was uh, the first off, you should be following this if you're on Instagram. St. Louis starter packs. Uh, it's uh, starter pack anniversary theme seven. I'm rich bitch. Uh, so the first one is my husband spends weekends at Old Warson starter pack. <laughs> Uh, the next one is I always run into Jim Edmonds at Napoli Starter Pack. <laughs> That's really good. Real Housewives of Lifetime Frontenac Starter Pack. Boys Night Out at the MAC Starter Pack. Uh, Brio and Frontenac Happy Hour Starter Pack. Happy Hour at Sportsman's Park Starter Pack. My Daddy Only Sits in the Green Seat Starter Pack. Ledoux Wedding Starter Pack. And Coming In from Ledoux for Opening Day Starter Pack. Just outstanding work. Stuff. Uh, so, Jackson, nice job doing that <laughs> yeah, before the yeah. show this morning. Let's spend all damn day creating these starter packs. I actually asked you that. I thought you really did do them. <laughs> what does that say about, as a parent, you know, if you send your kid to CBC, you're just, like, accepting defeat? <laughs> <laughs> that actually, all that stuff in there is in my wheelhouse growing up. <laughs> In that area, but uh, I wouldn't make it. Look at I, Plowboy has a foot long Rice Krispie treat. It is there. Lexington <laughs> steel size. Oh, it's beyond that. And it looks like Johnny it's got some, yeah, some, it treats, some extra treats in there. What do you have? Like M and M's mixed in the Rice Krispie treat, bro? Yeah, they're called rainbow coated chocolate pieces. Rainbow coated chocolate pieces, also known as M and M's, but we're not going to pay M and M's for that. Damn correct. straight. That correct That's about that. five eighty on the calories. 250 a serving. How many, How many servings, servings, bro? I'm going to set the over-under at, two. I'll say two, but I yeah, can't see it so going 500. Yeah. The inner hippie in me came out last night, and I was actually uh, on Amazon looking for lava lamps. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that That's actually pretty I sick. haven't seen a lava lamp in a minute. Yeah, I think they're cool. Uh, just something for, you know, in the bedroom at night, you know, if you just want a little light in there. No doubt. Um, can you imagine? And I was, I was thinking, well, I didn't give a size, and I'm going through the size. And when it said nine inches, um, I'm measuring everything mm. in porn penis size. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking at this lamp. I said, okay, the Lexington, yeah. eh, it's not there. Yeah. That's how I was doing it. The, do That's any, when you know you're a pro. Do any stag stars have, like, notoriously small weans? Uh, like, I've never seen thing? one. There was a guy by the name of Mr. Pete <laughs> who, who was the guy to go to for your first anal. I actually know that, and I got to tell you something. I'm kind of proud that I actually was able to think of somebody. Mr. Pete, I've never heard of him. He was in a relationship, I think, maybe with Alexis Texas. Which, if anything, if you think about what you need in order to, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, But yeah, she, I I think he was on the quote-unquote smaller end. Ah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he was. I don't know if I don't know if he was like a. A micro weed. Sure, sure. I just figured that, like, if some guys have the really big ones and that's their thing, the obvious is there a kink for women? Yeah, for for small weaned gentlemen. I would have to think. You think so? That's a kink. If there's something out there, someone has a kink for it. As as I I, I truly believe. But then it's really just for viewing pleasure because it's not really going to be able to do much for them. Yeah, it's a it's a fashion over function kind of deal. No, I've seen two. I've seen two in a uh, porn cuck situation. 
where she's making fun of him, saying how small he is. So, he's like, a, he had, like, a little button? He's over, like, a little little button doing that. Uh, I think wow. he just masturbated with a little button in the air. Well, you can see it on YouTube if you'd like. Right, YouTube.com wow. slash T-M-A-S-T-L. Two fingers. Uh, let's see. Morning, Tim. I tuned into Balloon Party yesterday, and you were broadcasting with your pants halfway down the second segment, which you had rebranded the sex segment, and it was hot as hell. That's from Manupal Eligible. Uh, that is correct. My belt broke yesterday. Uh, and uh, my pants were falling down while I was doing the show, and I called it the sex segment, and it was well-received by the audience, as so. most things are yeah, on I Balloon think so. Party. I think it went really well when, once the, the pants started. You were gripping your pants as you were doing the segment. It was just outstanding. Uh, morning, it was very, very naughty. And I was a very a few times that I'm here past 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I walk by there. Do you guys always stand up and do the show in 101? Most of the time, I think most of the people who do the show, I think Randy might sit now that I think about Randy it. Randy sits sometimes. I think, I mean, they do most of the shows outside of us are three or four hours. Yeah. So they might start standing and then sit and then stand up. It's a long time just to be standing. Yeah, three hours for Randy's show, one hour for us, three hours for BK and Ferrari, and four hours for the fast lane. Yeah, unless there's like a blue, early blues game. No, just curious. I've early. seen Jamie Rivers when I come in to do something in the afternoon. He's always standing up, too, yeah. so I don't know if everybody's, if there are even any chairs in there. There's chairs. You can, I'm sorry, you can. I didn't mean to interrupt, but... Jamie yeah. Rivers has signed a contract extension. Do you Congratulations. see that? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. I love Jamie so much. He's the best. Uh, good morning, guys. The Cardinals have a problem, and that problem's name is M-A-R-M-O-L, hitting our slumping catcher third. Really, I know he did okay last night, but I'm not a results-oriented thinker like Tim, my hero. That's from Danny Tanner. Uh, yeah, we are not results-oriented on this program. We do not kink shame, and uh, we're pro-liberty, I think those yeah, are some, right. of, some of our that's tenets, right. and we are a swingers bulletin board with stock tips. There is a growing sentiment directed toward Ali Marmol that I didn't realize existed going into the season, which then makes me think people gave him kind of a free pass on not a free pass, but weren't necessarily holding game one of the Phillies series against him. And I think that there is growing consternation with Ali Marmol as the Cardinals continue to kind of flop around. Plowhawk, you were there uh, last night uh, with the great Cucky the Dwarf, correct? Yeah, I was with Cucky, uh, his lovely lass and Madison, and we had a great time. Um, The best part was not watching the game, really. Um, you could almost just feel by the guttural moans about mm. what the score was, how many people were on base, who was pitching. Um, yeah, that team's terrible. Wow. Um, but I, I absolutely love walking through the concourse. I had a had a nacho. You had a helmet uh, nacho? Yep. Did you? A helmet? And I wanted to get the helmet donuts. The problem with the helmet donuts is like... They had run out? They were running out, and like I didn't want to get the bottom of the they barrel. They didn't want to have them, have them make more. It was the seventh inning. Um, but, yeah, that team is not good. And I love how Patrick Wisdom is in his prime and leading the league in home runs. We traded him for Drew Robinson, who's not even affiliated with the ball club anymore. That's a tough – it's just watching all these players is tough. One of the things that I think is kind of flying under the radar because most of the focus is on starting pitching and Flaherty, if you were watching the game last night, I think it would be tough to say he had a bad yeah, outing. No. But I know plenty – I would imagine anyway plenty of people, dog avatars on Twitter did – and uh, part of me thinks it might have nothing to do with the way he actually threw the ball. But we'll do a deep dive on that on Balloon Party. Uh, but the Cardinals aren't necessarily scoring a whole lot of runs. And certainly there's been talk of the struggles with runners in scoring position. But if you just want to go up and down the lineup, 
up until last night, uh, Contreras had uh, he, he'd gotten hot over the weekend, but he had been hitting in the 100s. Now he's up to 241 with two hits and an RBI last night. I st- I, the Dylan Carlson situation to me requires an, a real deep dive yeah. because how did he go from being a piece the Washington Nationals were interested in for Juan Soto to not playing in the play, not starting in the playoffs? And losing the job in center field, and now that Lars Newpar is back, he's actually the Cardinals' fifth outfielder. Yeah. And that he's up bunting in the Sunday afternoon game against the Pirates uh, with a runner on and Paul Goldschmidt up, and then out. So you're saying at that point we're going to sacrifice this because we know he can't hit from the left side, and Paul Goldschmidt better get a base hit or else we're going into extra innings. And that's the guy that was the celebrated prospect three years ago and was one of the key pieces when the Cardinals were talking with the Washington Nationals, so much so that by his own words, this isn't Twitter insight, John Mazalek went up to him and said, you're not going anywhere, and that they viewed him as a young guy who can switch hit as a key part of the future. Well, that was eight months ago. He didn't start in the playoffs. He lost the starting center fielder job to a guy who, the five days into the season, the manager uh, criticized his effort, and now he's the fifth outfielder. That, that's just an overall thing. The Cardinals could be, you know, eleven and seven, and I would make the observation that uh, the situation with Dylan Carlson is intriguing. Um, but Arnado's had some at bats where you go, oh, that doesn't look like him yet. Uh, just some bad at bats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's still hitting. 314, but it just there have been some bad. Nolan Gorman is the one guy at this moment that I look forward to seeing uh, come up. But the, the numbers aren't great offensively, which is why when they put out that lineup to start the season, I go, man, it could be a great offense. It could be a great offense. But you could have said the same thing about last year's offense, and you'll say, well, the numbers were there, but if you look at it, the numbers were weighted toward when the Cardinals got a chance to play more of the central teams, and that's where they did a lot of their work and some of the, the butt-ass teams in the West and the East. And when they would face quality teams, they would really struggle, and you saw how that played out against the Philadelphia Phillies. So just something to keep an eye on while they also navigate a rotation that isn't exactly killing it, but I think it would be fair to say also the rotation has improved this third time through versus how it's, it started the 2023 season. Um, but bottom line is when a team is off to a start like this, 7-10, and 10, and they haven't necessarily recently played teams that I think people are going to anticipate being there in September, October, i.e. The, the Rockies, Pirates, and Diamondbacks. Uh, and I recognize that at the moment the Pirates and Diamondbacks are, are playing above what expectations would be. I think that's when it brings extra concern in if you're having problems with those teams. And really, the Cardinals were lucky to split the series with the Pirates. Yeah, for sure. After Saturday alone, that was brutal. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say Flaherty. Flaherty was out in innings two through six was outstanding. But, uh, yeah, he struggled in the seventh. Palante going back-to-back, not ideal. Four-pitch walk. And a grand slam, tough. But yeah, it's he, Gorman basically is the only one where you're like, well, you know, he's gonna give best ever and like hit the ball hard. Everyone else, like Newt Bar's soft ground uh, double play yesterday, right to the se- uh, second base there. Just it is not great at bats, not great situational hitting, and it's tough to like. There's no like real issue there because they can hit just situationally. 
Text in 314-881-TMA5. It's the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox, uh, and that is how you can text into the program. You can also call in, and if you call in, you can talk to KG in O-Town because he's back in the Horton Watkins <laughs> studios. 636-9004-TMA, and you can email in for our Design Air heating and cooling email of the day. Design Air is online at designairservice.com. Yeah, I was surprised by the quality of the weather yesterday. I thought yesterday was going to kind of be a, a crap day, and it wound up being good. Hawk was up. A little windy. But still, it wasn't as bad as, as what I was seeing on my phone. What were you seeing? I was seeing cold and cloudy. Ooh. Well, I had partly sunny, um, a little bit warmer, but still not what I would like it to be. Uh, but now, today, tomorrow, Thursday, right around 80. Weekend back in the high 50s, and then we're in the 60s and 70s. But uh, I think after this weekend, I think we're done a lot with the 40s and 50s. I think we'll be in the 60s, 70s, and 80s after this weekend. Well, that'll be lovely if and when it happens because uh, Design Air Heating and Cooling is the place you call right now. This is the time to get that air conditioning tuned up. Go to designairservice.com. You know it's going to get brutally hot probably a month from now. It'll be brutally hot. I personally like it, but I know plenty of people don't. And either way, you need your air conditioning firing on all cylinders, and that's where Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling can take care of you. Online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It's Seth Goldcamp, Design Air Heating and Cooling. Doug is a client. I am a client. Say, friends, why don't you become a client as well? It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. And our text inbox is sponsored by Engineer Design Facilities. They're moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. As the company moves forward as the EDF Group, please check out the newly revamped website. It's theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. Sponsor of our text inbox here on TMA, it's EDF. And if you're in the market for jewelry, support the official jeweler of TMA, and that is Glenn Betts Jewelers. Glenn Betts Jewelers. Iggy, you know the family, correct? Very well. I know, uh, <clears throat> well, I knew, knew his father, Glenn, uh, my dad. Uh, well, go back to 1941 is when he started that business. Yeah, I remember in the uh, early 60s as a little kid going with my dad to go get my mom's birthday present uh, downtown. That was downtown. Um, but I've known the family, and uh, Craig I've known forever, and I went to grade school with his wife, Missy. Uh, so I've known the best forever, great people, and... Uh, Great jewelry store. Well, they've been doing it in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generations now of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. And I was in there, and I saw that firsthand, how people came in, and it was more of how can we help as opposed to, here, let me try to get you to buy something. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships throughout generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love, the three L's. It's glennbetsjewelers.com. That's two N's on Glenn, B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, better. And then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. There it is, Glenn Betts Jewelers, new sponsor here. On TMA. Uh, Friends of the Feather, we talked about at the outset of yesterday's program 
uh, what took place with people looking for refunds on their Thursday uh, dotum foursomes. If you want to play in the dotum because people, uh, you know, I, I'm not mad about it. Some of the people in the text inbox were mad about what people did. They, 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 they played by the rules. They used the USGA rules to their advantage. Now, I would tell you that there will probably be a no-refund policy for 2024, but because of that, and because they got their foursome on Friday, then they asked for refunds on Thursday, we have foursomes available for the Thursday dotum. So if you want to play in it, there are a handful of foursomes available at tmastl.com. The foursomes include all of your golf, even access to the putting green. You can also... Uh, enjoy Michelob Ultra and Seltzers all day long. We partner with Birdies for Bipolar, so portions of the proceeds go to Michael Wellington's charity, Birdies for Bipolar. It includes your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast from Donut Drive-In, lunch from Rockstar Tacos, and dinner from Rockstar Smash Burgers. Lisa Ann in attendance, Deke Dotum in attendance, and uh, wonderful whole sponsors throughout with various games and uh, alcohol stations. Uh, it is the Dotum, the seventh annual, presented by Michelob Boltra and also by the great people at Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. A handful of foursomes remain. Just go to tmastl.com at, on the Thursday date. Friday sold out in a minute. Uh, the Thursday date, people asked for refunds. Hubbard was kind enough to give them their refunds. And so uh, there are foursomes for Thursday available at tmastl.com. Uh, there it is. All right, we have the audio of Learn discussing on Risho, her first day discussing threesomes. Jackson, you have heard this, I gather? Mm-hmm. All right. I have. I have, Iggy, have you heard this? I have not. All right, Plowhawk, have you heard it? No. All right, well, this is going to be our first. Let's take a listen. Nurse? It would be a threesome right. with... Okay. ...with one of the ladies of the Bunny Ranch. Mm-hmm. All right. Bunny Ranch. Go on. Wow. Would you wear your leather hat, like you said? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you I think it would probably out. be one of the most awkward things that I would it would ever happen in my life. Yeah. Is it more awkward to do that threesome or to do a threesome with, like, a friend that you guys know or somebody around town? I think the whole thing's awkward. Oh, it's so awkward everywhere. Okay. You know, what are the rules? Do we discuss this before? Right. I'm imagining you do. We have safe words. What if I go too far? What if you go too far? Yeah. I don't know what I would prefer. Like, I don't know if I if, if we're like, we want to do a three-way. If I'm going to the bunny ranch and we're doing some rando bunny ranch chick and we never have to see her again and she doesn't have to know who we are and we can just forget about it if we want to, if it was a terrible experience. Or, because I'm quite like, I don't know, I like to care about people that I'm intimate with. You have a friend who says, hey, let's all do each other. And then, and then you know. And then you when can, it's over, what do we do? What do we do? But then you trust that person. Like, they don't have disease. You know, maybe they love you and they want to be lovely to you in the after, sack. Well, after it's all over, like, what do we, we like, okay, that's, that's the end of our transaction. And. See you at the barbecue next okay, week. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll see you. Bye. Yeah, I don't know. What if it lasts too long? What yeah, if it yeah. doesn't last long enough? Right. <laughs> There's too many things, too many variables. All right, here's my read on this. Riz has zero interest, nor has he ever had one. Anybody disagree? No, I agree with that totally. 
Pollock, you're washing it down right now. <laughs> it's an aggressive gulp, <laughs> too. I looked over and I go, oh, my God. That he man's is, had he is pounding a Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. I know. And I but I'm still here, purple. and I heard the clip, and yeah. I'm ready for an assessment. So, Riz... Has not had a threesome, nor has he. Does he have any interest in it? That no, is my. Does not have the personality for that either. I think he's very much so in love with the gal. Uh, KG and O Town, you're in the Horton Watkins studios. Uh, what is your read? I think that's safe to say. He did talk about getting invited out to the bunny ranch. Yeah, what was the bunny ranch part about it? I don't understand that part. Is that what they were talking about? Would you have like a threesome at the bunny ranch? Well, they brought up. Uh, they were doing some. Is it? immoral or not and one of them was cheating so the topic of cheating was brought up i forget the context but i believe riz was invited out to the bunny ranch with his wife i'm i don't remember if they went or not riz was hold on a second who was invited to the bunny ranch riz was invited out to the bunny ranch maybe by dennis wow. friend of the show dennis hoff yeah we certainly had that as well may he rest in peace but but what yeah. where how did his wife get involved uh, that I can't speak to. I'm not sure. But he did say that that was included? I don't want to put words in his All mouth. All right, fair enough. Either way, you can tell that Riz not interested, nor has he. From my standpoint, you can. Right. Uh, I, I picked up a very quick read on Moon, and I would tell you my read is also with Moon with a variety of factors. I would say I would move my chips in that Moon has absolutely had threesomes. That is my read on that. Uh, other uh, members of the day. So he, being in a band for as long as he has and being on the road and being all over the world, uh, I would say it's a pretty good chance he's dabbled. Yeah, at the very least. Uh, Jackson. The evidence presented right there by the two of you has me. I didn't think one way or the other. I could tell just by his club. quick interjection. He only spoke for like a second and a half <laughs> in there, but I still could pick it up. Uh, Plowhawk. Oh, for sure. Like Iggy said, the band thing, that's, that's, the, that's That's one of the biggest factors. Plus, I could just hear the way he answered it. Now, the learn one, the, what, and I think King Scott was, like, giggling or moaning, but I, but I didn't <laughs> hear him talk, uh, the, and, and Rafe wasn't in yesterday. The learn one speaks to me of curiosity. That's my read on it. And then she's wondering how what would be the way to go about it? That's my read on it, in, in in wondering would the best play be to just have it be, as she said, a rando at the Bunny Ranch, or would it be somebody you know and then you can, you know, trust because you have a uh, an off-the-field, so to speak, rapport with. That's yeah. my read, you which know, would speak to our conversation the one time we were yeah, talking in yeah. the... Uh, the studio, me, you, and her just BSing one time in our studio. You know, she's she doing the right thing is you kind of workshop it on air. Then you, <laughs> I'm not kidding. We've done it. We've workshopped things on air to where you get that instant feedback from the listeners. I, I think her question was legit. Would it be better to do it with a friend or with a random stranger you're never going to meet again? I I'm actually think that sounded like random. a legit question. I'm 100% yeah, oh, for random. for sure. I couldn't do the... Yeah, it, it would have to be... 100% random. A random situation 100% random. And that, that, that in, in my threesome, foursome, orgy experiences, they have been randoms. And right. But some have gone well enough that then they become return friends of the feather. Right. But as far as like... Hey, we went to St. Gabriel's together and used to beat Our Lady of Sorrows. Would you like to come over and play flip flop? That isn't any that isn't anything I'm looking for in my life. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying from my personal preference, that's not. But see, learn 
is a is an emotional person, whereas I'm a sociopath, and so maybe that would be more in her lane. Because I'm not saying it's I'm saying what's better for the individual. Right. I think the only way it could be a friend is if it's like a a friend, uh, like kind of a friend, like someone you knew, like someone you knew from college who you like, you know, maybe like hung out with a handful of times. And, like, that situation, they've moved out of town, they're back in town, maybe, you know, but, like, someone you, like, you're close with and have, like, a real relationship with, that would be tough because the relationship certainly advances or uh, takes a step back depending on the performance. Yeah, when so. it's a friend, you're, you, you better have your A game. Right. I mean, if, there's no turning back. Because friends I mean, talk. I mean, if, if you do a two-minute... You know, kind of wet in the bed type style. Oh, yeah, just laying there like a dead fish. You have to live with that for yourself, but also there's no more weekend retreats. Well, You're before, not going before anywhere. Before Iggy go, Iggy's getting up, and I know what's going to happen. It was Iggy, would you like to tell the people what's going on real quick? I have to go do a segment on the jock in Springfield. <laughs> Stop. I'll no, be back oh, you didn't know this? No. Well, they put their podcast up, so you can grab it. Yeah, wow. Then we can play audio. So, I don't know what the segment is. He texted me. Yesterday, and he said, "Hey, I got a couple questions. How do you feel about me going on the jock in Springfield tomorrow?" And he said, "God, I couldn't, okay. I couldn't care any less." He goes, "It's 7:45." I go, "Okay, do what you got to do. Whatever you want to do. I don't give a damn." Uh, and then also, Jeremy Piven in studio. Do you know about that? Yes, he told me. I'm so disappointed I won't be here. Oh, that's right. She'll be getting pounded in Tennessee. Well. <laughs> Can you ask Ari his thoughts on my trip to Tennessee? Uh, I do love. I will. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah. How you live in Jay Piven? Yeah. Man. Jeremy Piven in studio that's on awesome. uh, Friday, eight twenty. I that's told so Iggy awesome. that's an incredible cat. That is incredible. Yeah, how about that? My favorite TV character of all time, Ari Gold. You're not alone in that. So I'm. He's not mine, but I know plenty of people who love, love, love Ari Gold. It's a show in, in Entourage that I don't think. And I think I've seen some of the guys do interviews on this. Maybe maybe it's been Piven himself. I'm sure we'll talk about it when he's in here. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, the creator, E, and drama do a podcast. That the show couldn't be done in 2023. I think it could be. It just has to be different. Well, well, okay. Well, then there well, you go. But, but, like, the differences would be more slight than you think. Like, they just have to change the Ari and Lloyd relationship and for the most part they'd be okay i think there'd be more to it i i went you know one of my things that puts me in a good mindset before going to bed uh is to watch curb your enthusiasms and i kind of am thinking i'm gonna go rewatch entourage good call that There's might a be my great play. episodes in there the day effers is my favorite episode but but by the way i was thinking about talking about this on the show last night but i already i pop my sleeping pills, so sometimes I forget about the things that I was thinking right. of while yeah, I was right, on my Dan. sleeping pills. Exactly, I really do. Or just, like, record into my phone, talk about this on the and show. And post those on the fan page. And, and, and watch, watch just the eroticism <laughs> that comes from Anna Marie's eyes as I talk into my phone, hopped up on pills. But uh, we were watching, this would go against the good mindset thing of going to bed uh, in a good mindset. The Boston Marathon bombing documentary on Netflix. Dude. Have you watched it? So we got to the, we were going to watch it in bed. We got to 10 minutes in. I'm like. Episode one. To episode I, one. And I was like, okay, we this is not a bedtime. Right. Shrewd move. Couldn't Shrewd do move. it. Couldn't do it because it was emotional. It was all hell. I had forgotten minutes. a bunch of parts about it. Episode two. I haven't gotten episode three. Maybe episode three will be great. I think there's three episodes. And this is this is documented. It's 95% documentary. It isn't like, you know, the Madoff thing where you have mm-hmm. people acting. Uh, it is episode two in particular. It is so good. 
It is so, so good. And uh, it's certainly recent history, so nearly all of the parties who were a part of that are involved and able to be interviewed. And, you know, it was 10 years ago, I think the anniversary was this past Sunday, the 10th anniversary of it. Um, But I had forgotten. I mean, there's certain details I would imagine most people, of course, can immediately remember. But then there are plenty that that you forget about. And it's so well done. And what was going on throughout that? That's on Netflix. Major recommendation. And in particular, episode two got done. And we both looked at it like, holy crap. Um, So I will probably watch episode three tonight. The the thing with these emotional events with the technology, 9-11 with tragic and you did have you know video recording footage and you had news footage but in terms of like people having cell phone footage of things like that that's what kind of shook me because we were just got back from the game so wanted to put on something maybe a little bit more pleasant but i could tell in the first 10 or 15 minutes it's going to be really emotional really really good and whoever did that documentary started i mean they really started off pretty much perfect getting kind of the you know, the emotion of what, right. you know, the marathon means to the city and where the, it, it was great. So major recommendation yeah. on uh, that. KG, no time were you about to talk. Yeah, I, I started it's it. It's a heavy watch. That. It's too weird. Click. But then I can hear the how somebody starts a conversation. Go ahead, KG. I, I started it. It's a heavy watch, it but is. it's really good. Oh. It kind of reminded me of back in the day watching United 93. Yeah. Maybe not to that level. Tough one. There Tough is one. watching one. that in the movie theater, and I think it was 2006, and I, I recall going to the movie theater. That's... And I remember writing about this on InsideSTL.com back when I used to write uh, nightly, um, that at the very end, and that's one that you really do have to be ready for. Yeah. Although I don't know, I don't know if, tw- if 22 years later it... I don't know if the intensity is there. I mean, your experience with September 11th is obviously completely different than mine. You were I three. I don't remember right. a second of Right. That. So it's, it's a different state of mind for people in their 20s, which is difficult probably for people in their 40s and older to, to really think about. And then people in their teens weren't even around. Uh, but, yeah, the final five minutes of United 93, I would say, are up there. I don't want to say it's the most intense because I haven't seen everything, and I'm sure somebody could present other movies that would say the intensity here would supersede that. But the intensity, especially when it's so fresh in 2006, and the intensity of it, I've never been more fired up, for lack of a better term, watching a movie. This is in the theater. And then somebody comes in, and they're in the back of the theater, and they're giggling. Oh. While that that's going on, not not because they were they 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 weren't giggling at it that it right, happened. Right, they were right. they were just not paying attention, and they obviously weren't as emotionally invested as the people had been watching the previous ninety minutes. And that really tilted me, yeah. you know, as, as you might imagine, considering what it was. I mean, it could be some other movie, and you go whatever. But uh, considering the circumstances, yeah. So major recommendation mm-hmm. on that. Uh, Tim, check out J.R. Smith Redefined on Amazon. Great golf show. That's from K in Southtown. Hey, guys, the Boston Marathon documentary was very good. I'd recommend the Waco documentary next. It was oh, yeah. suggested by Netflix. I watched a Waco show, but is this different? Yeah, is this, this a, a documentary? Yeah, it's, not a, like the it's a different there was like a one, drama and it's it. pretty damn good. I didn't think I, I watched all of Timothy McVeigh. I've seen all those, so I thought it'd be just regurgitated. Right. It's yeah, it, it's pretty intense. It's actual people that lived in the compound, some kids who are now obviously adults. Oh, really? So I got to watch and that then, huh? Pretty intense, yeah. 
Uh, guys, I'm PLTDing yesterday's show regarding Cuck Knobloch's erotic story from yesterday. Something that you guys didn't cover was that he stated that the two Fs in the least popular had made out numerous times in the past. So even though the best friend dynamic is still present, they had sporting tendencies from the past. Somebody else sent that. They actually emailed me about it. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's not that important, guys. Come on. Real. You're uh, on the off chance people think I'm making it up. I think this is, uh, uh, I don't know, I, they're, they're lost in the TMA all day emails. But either way, somebody emailed it via the app to me. And so before the show, I actually went back to read Cuck Knobloch's QFTA submission on his erotic story because people, well, this person emailed and now this person just texted in saying that the two Fs had, had hooked up before. This is a story, that I, an email that I read yesterday in the 9 o'clock hour on TMA. And here is the exact quote from the email I'm reading. My wife and I have had threesomes before. Three threesomes to be exact. All with the same girl. A friend of ours from out of town. But we both agreed that our white whale would be her best friend. So... Do you, do you follow that there are two different girls here? Right, right. One, send... one is partner and one the girl that they have the threesome with. No. They've had threesomes before with a friend. Right. But the white whale would be this one that they hadn't had a threesome with, which is her best friend. Her best friend meaning that the girl that they've had the threesomes with before, previous. No. His wife's best friend? No, no, no. So they've had threesomes before. My wife and I have had a threesome before. Three threesomes, to be exact, all with the same girl, a friend of ours, mutual friend. Right. So that's that over there. Okay. But we both agreed that our white whale, which is something that means you haven't had it yet. Right, right. Uh, like my white whale on my podcast is a Quinn Snyder interview. But we both agreed that our white whale would be her best friend, would be her best friend. In other words, it hasn't happened yet. Got it, got it. Uh, and then last month, it happened. So they've had threesomes, but they hadn't had a threesome with the white whale. Right. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a white whale because they would have already slayed the beast. No doubt. So to speak. So um, I, uh, I got emails about that, and maybe I didn't read it well, but people were thinking that they had already hooked up. But that is not the case. Um, the split screen interviews with the police commissioner and the FBI lead is great in that documentary. That comes from uh, Doug's work husband. That's that is, and that is the Boston Marathon one. Is yes, that's what he's referencing. Okay. And it, it, that's a great observation. It's kind of a subtle element of that documentary, but I would agree with it because they disagreed with which the photos of the suspects were um, distributed, and. Uh, I'm not spoiling anything here. I mean, this is recent history. This was 10 years ago. But um, I think one of the core disagreements between the Boston police commissioner and the FBI was whether or not to release the photos of the suspects. And um, FBI officer Ortiz, one of the lead um, female um, interviews, in the documentary, says, and once they were released, exactly what we didn't want to happen wound up happening. But I honestly didn't remember that. I, I just don't remember. I, I didn't I mean, of course, people were paying attention at the time, but it's been 10 years, and I didn't remember a bunch of the things that happened. And it's so, it's, it's good. It's just intense. It isn't necessarily let's go to bed and watch something light right. viewing material. That, that They touched on that. They have like an episode <coughs> of that in the newsroom. 
where they talk about like oh they have the suspects pictures like, like the social media is like gonna is running the investigation where like pictures got right. released and now people are chasing after someone but, but 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 a number of the things were not they do touch on that in this documentary that yeah. the bunch of the yeah I mean it's the way that social media works people come up with something and then right and this is the it, early it, then it's just it. false and it just keeps going but you're in a chamber and you're right, like yeah exactly. that's true and so this must be true uh, but uh, that the way that it's portrayed in the documentary is that a news station was going to go and and show the photos right and had the photos that both the Boston police and the FBI had but um, but the FBI didn't want to release them. This Boston police commissioner did, and they were disputing that. And then the question from the FBI became, well, how'd they get the pictures? Insinuating, is how I took it, that the Boston police commissioner leaked them in order to get his way. In other words, it, we're about to release them, and so it forced the FBI's hand. Yeah. And then once the photos were released, then the two suspects then went off, and that's how it wound up in, in Watertown right. uh, outside of... Uh, Boston, a suburb of Boston. That's really, really good. Uh, your thoughts are welcome. Three one four eight eight one TMA five. Getting a million texts here, uh, and you are welcome to text in. You're welcome to call in as well. Let's see what I have here. A KG and O town text. No, uh, Taylor Twelman is good for today. How about that? Taylor Twelman is going to be a regular on uh, oh, balloon nice. party. Yeah. Oh, uh, so he will be with us at ten thirty. And then uh, we are efforting new post-dispatch writer Lynn Worthy as well to talk about the Cardinals. So for those of you who are interested in sports content, uh, from 10 to 11, Balloon Party, Taylor Twelman talking dogs, and uh, potentially Lynn Worthy, a 10-15 new Cardinal writer for the post-dispatch. That's what we're targeting for 10-15 on 101 ESPN. If you are interested in a perfect gift, for Mother's Day, I would like to recommend Sound Story to you. It's mysoundstory.com. That's where you can go. The promo code is up, and it gets you 15% off just by entering TMA. You will start to hear some commercials here on Hubbard Radio Stations over the next few weeks leading into Mother's Day. Joe Buck voiced those spots uh, just Sunday. And uh, one of the things you will hear him talk about is uh, how people usually at eulogies wind up getting a chance to say things that they wish they would have said when the people were around. And that was one of the things that me and my brothers and sister did uh, for our parents. Um, I realize you might go, well, that's kind of morbid. Well, it is, but it's also realistic. And if you want to make sure people know uh, how you feel about them and your appreciation for them, uh, it is an ideal Mother's Day or Father's Day gift. So me and my brothers and sister came in. We've done this with a few people since then. Uh, and whether it be me handling the interview, Jackson handling the interview, Doug handling the interview, John Hewlett, Randy Carricker, Learn, Riz, uh, Moon, Courtney Landrum, just go to mysoundstory.com or you can give a gift certificate to your mom for Sound Story at mysoundstory.com. The promo code works the same no matter what format you're going to do for the gift card. Just get the gift card and then afterwards schedule it. The promo code is TMA. It gets you 15% off and it is the perfect Mother's Day gift at mysoundstory.com. Ryan Kelly is the title sponsor of this program and has been for the last decade online at thehomeloanexpert.com. It's Ryan Kelly, and he is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Credit card rates are higher than they have been in more than 30 
years, which is hard to wrap my mind around. But one of the unique elements of this current situation is that home values are not declining. So uh, what you can do is take advantage of the equity in your home and then put that equity in your home to work for you with a simple cash-out refi. So many people ask, why do so many top builders and real estate agents choose the home loan expert as their preferred lender? Three reasons. Lower rates, 10-day closing guarantee, and the home loan expert gets complicated deals done. It's Ryan Kelly, online at thehomeloanexpert.com. I am a client. I have sent family members to Ryan Kelly as well. And, of course, TMA listeners for the past decade have been supporting Ryan Kelly. And there's a reason for it. He's the best. Thehomeloanexpert.com, title sponsor of this program, and a longtime friend of the show, Ryan Kelly, online at thehomeloanexpert.com. If you would like to be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, just go to tmastl.com. Beer Cats, January. Natty Nate, February. And then, of course, Brian Henschen, March. Uh, we're heading down the stretch here. Who, Jackson, if you had to, if you had to think, like right now, I'm kind of talking Arbor Day. I kind of like this Arbor Day. Arbor I don't Day. know if Arbor Day is in Missouri. It could be our first Missourian ever. Arbor Day is making a push. Uh, you have to think JV Golf Coach with having four email wins this month, sitting at the top of the table in terms of email the day standings or email the month standings, I should say, uh, has to be considered. Buck Swope is always going to be in the conversation. But, yeah, Arbor Day is making a real push. But there's openings for people, you know, maybe a really good performance in the first round of the Fan Page Club Championship could push someone ahead. I don't oh, know. wow. I don't know. Like an ace, if someone aces oh, wow. a hole, you know, that could you have to throw that into the uh, – into the consideration. It reminds me, uh, call beginning at 11 o'clock today. If you are a Fan Page Club Championship uh, participant, uh, call Sean Barnes in the pro shop over at Gateway National and uh, pay. Uh, that is important, obviously. If you don't pay, you won't be playing. So, you know, it's, it's like a fantasy baseball league. If you don't pay, <laughs> well, you're out of the league. So make sure that you uh, pay. Today, it is the Fan Page Club Championship. You can just call Gateway Nationals Pro Shop and uh, someone in the pro shop will take your money for greens fees, your entry fee, and uh, and take it uh, so you can participate in the fun and games presented by Michelob Ultra that is taking place on April 30th at Gateway National. Um, guys, what about the listener who hacked the St. Louis Magazine A-list voting to get Pepper and Genie in the finals? That's from the Trill Sida. Um, I believe that's Dotum. I could certainly see me voting for Dotum. Yeah, oh, yeah. I never. What, but the results aren't coming out until June, right? Right, correct. In a stunning development. Yeah, I know. I mean, Licks has got to be up there this Teasing. month, right? Licks? Yeah. What has he done? What do you mean, what has he done? <laughs> Hasn't he called in twice? And that gets. Uh, <laughs> I guess it got Natty Nate. It kind of got Natty yeah, Nate. Yeah, Natty Nate, we gave him for one. I mean, <laughs> he got a scalding card. Right, thing. but that was like a call that, to end Now all that calls. I think back on it, it was in February, which means they weren't even playing yet, and he was pissed I know. off. That's oh, yeah. what makes it even but he saw it coming. He saw this smart. coming. Yeah. This is why he should be the manager. Cut <laughs> Knobloch, they're too. It's Swiss cheese story. You know, too many holes. We don't really know what's real and what isn't. So, And if we let one of those stories win it automatically, you're going to get a ton of fake. Oh, look, Bill's wife had a threesome. It's like, <laughs> is she real? Uh, Bill's wife, by the way, says, can I get listener of the month if I call in to prove that I'm a girl? Jackson has already responded. Was that you? Was that KG Town? That's me. KG Town taking li- uh, liberties. Yeah. Uh, you very well could. Um, the, the issue with, like, you can call in and say you're Bill's wife, and we right. have no way to. Right. You could just get your no way to validate it. But I, but I truly believe. Like, I know you, you got do. me. You got me sold. <laughs> 
Bill's wife says, sup, KG. He just left the door open. <laughs> just, hey, I was about to say, I can tell the door is open. A draft. What's going on? What happened? I don't know. He came back in. Who, Iggy? Down, yeah, set down his, I was turning. his vittles, and now he's back out doing God knows what. Uh, Larry Nickel is uh, with us for the WWE Recap. Good morning, Larry. Oh, give me a minute. <laughs> there we go. What up, Larry? How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Uh, tell me what happened on the program last night. Well, last night, there were two factions, the Bloodline and the Judgment Day, and they struck up a deal. The deal was if Solo Sokoa took care of Rey Mysterio, which he did, the Judgment Day needs to take care of the problem, which is Matt Riddle and the new undisputed tag team champions, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I like that. Larry, I saw Becky Lynch trending on Twitter. The yesterday. man. Yeah, the man. Sorry, Becky. Is it Becky the man Lynch or the man Becky Lynch? Either way, I saw the her man trending Becky on Becky Lynch. Thank you, Larry. I saw her trending on Twitter. What up with that? Uh, here's what happened. Last week, it was both in Lita and Becky Lynch defending the women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. But Lita got injured earlier in the day. This is last week, by the way. Gotcha. So, Trish Stratus took Lita's place as champion. Then Liv Morgan pinned Trish Stratus to win. Liv Morgan and Ricardo won the tag title from Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. And then Becky Lynch tried to console Trish Stratus after the loss. Then, of course, when Becky Lynch turned her back, what happens? Trish Stratus backstabbed her. No. <laughs> what do you do to her? Uh, she beat her up when she had a back turned. Nice. <laughs> stunning, stunning development. Uh, Larry, do you have the top five countries I in the world? That. Yes, I do. Top five is Colombia. Wow. Number four is Brazil. Number three is Australia. Big week for the Two Southern Canada. Hemisphere. Yeah, Fun to see. That's crazy. Yeah. Two Canada. Although I think Colombia is Northern Hemisphere. I think it's right there on the uh, on the equator. Mm-hmm. I like that. Five, four, and three combo there, Larry. Yeah, big, big, for the, probably the biggest week ever for the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. No, Colombia is in the, the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, boy. I've been off the coast of Colombia when I was in Aruba. Parts of it are in Northern, northern Hemisphere. Parts of it are in the Southern Hemisphere. Larry, do you consider Colombia to be in the Northern or Southern Hemisphere? Both. Nice. It's a great answer. It's, and you know what it is? It's the right answer. Larry, God bless you, and God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. There he is, Larry Nickel, with us here on the WWE Recap. Iggy, uh, we will talk about your appearance. Were you with Ned Reynolds? Were you on with Ned? Uh, yeah, Ned and Scott. Ah! Is there any way we can get audio then? Wow. Uh, I know they put their podcast up on Facebook. I don't know if they do it right away. No. Probably wait till the afternoon. They only put it up on Facebook. Well, I'm sure they got a website too, but they always post it on Facebook on their Facebook page. Oh, like they have a fan page? Yeah, I saw it come up. Scott, I see their guest. Scott talked to Scott and Ned talked to the former head coach of the Glendale field hockey team, Johnny Johnson. Johnny Johnson. Yeah, their guests are awful. <laughs> Damn. 
You were just on the show. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm Here's <laughs> my, my point. They're about to pull this off. Yeah, I'm their St. Louis uh, go-to guy to talk about blues and Did you talk about Cardinals? the blues They wanted to talk about the blues in you know, Springfield? Yeah, what happened wow. to the blues? What, how did you respond? I don't know. I said, oh, guys got old and, you know, their plus minuses were bad and they lost Perron. And, you know, yeah, you have those years. <laughs> I, I have no clue. We, I guess I'm available. Maybe we ought to play that yeah. a balloon party. I could barely talk, I could barely talk about the Cardinals. Ken Strode was on 98.7. Yeah, they were talking about the Cardinals. Field this barely... morning. Here's his thoughts on what happened to the Blues this year with this plant. Yeah, I didn't have the guts to tell him I haven't seen a game <laughs> in five years except for one I went to last couple weeks ago. Light the text line on fire. Yeah. <laughs> How about those Cardinals? I haven't seen, I haven't seen them in five years either. Uh, that closes out the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Munganass online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. You are welcome to uh, go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com and go shopping for new or pre-owned vehicles. And you can use the secret phone number of 314-252-0029 to call or text Jamie Burkhardt or Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, and uh, ask any questions you may have, any requests you may have. It's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com, the official automotive provider of TMA, the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party, and one of the sponsors of the Dotum. Remember, six foursomes, I have been told, are available for Thursday. Friday, sold out. Six refunded, six available. Jackson, do you re- believe refunding is the proper policy? Uh, probably oh. next year we probably... Well, it'll, uh, next year I can already tell you it won't be But happening. this year? Yeah, because if you I don't say anything... I think so. Because if you don't say anything, yeah, you can't not do it. It's just... Yeah, you can't not do it. It's better to do so. Then if you then you there was next a loophole. Year. The players found the loophole. Right. They took advantage of the loophole. And if I would have been in the player spot, I would have utilized the loophole too. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I'm generally pro refund, um, especially when you don't say. But like next year, obviously we'll, we'll change it around. But yeah, if you don't say anything, I'm pro refund. Right. Yeah. If there was no no refund policy, you can't then right backdoor that. No doubt. So anyway, uh, tmastl.com to get one of the six remaining foursomes for Thursday's dotum that have been refunded. Uh, TMASTL.com. Family Golf, also a sponsor of the Donum. It's presented to you by Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Michelob Ultra, studio sponsor here on TMA. Sponsor of the Dotum and the Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship. Don't forget to call Gateway National today to pay uh, if you are participating in the Fan Page Club Championship. If you do not pay, you will not play. And uh, all you need to do is just call the pro shop and give them your credit card information, and you will be taken care of. Start doing that at 11 a.m. today. We'll take a commercial break, come back with the appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.